from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Wednesday here in Las Vegas, and welcome to Wager Talk on the Sports Grid TV Network. Welcome Zumo viewers, welcome Stir viewers, welcome to those of you, those, all of those of you watching on Pluto TV, channel 517, more than 20 million active users on Pluto. Welcome to those of you listening to the iHeartRadio Network and all of our podcast outlets. This is your Sports Central for betters. I'm Ted Savransky, a.k.a. Teddy Covers, at Teddy underscore Covers on Twitter. Joined, as always, with my co-host and good friend, Ralph Michaels, at Cal Sports LV on Twitter. And let's get into it. Sports Center for better means we start with bad beats, bad bets, and bad for the books. A quick recap of what happened in the betting world last night. And we have to start with... This might be the worst beat of the NBA season so far. <laughs> you know, there are some bad ones. There are always some bad ones in the NBA. Okay. You got the Hawks plus nine in your pocket. All right. They're up by six with less than a minute to go. Trey Young is dancing, saying, We, this one's over. This one's over. Wasn't over. Heat scored the final six in regulation. They scored the first 16 in overtime. They get the biggest margin of victory in overtime for any team this decade in the NBA. Yeah, Miami gets the win. Miami gets the cover. Hawks, backers, brutalized with a pretty ugly bad beat. Well, you know, Teddy, we you were introducing me, and I was looking down at my computer, and I was uh, uh, I was running some numbers. So I went back and I ran since 2012 in the NBA. There have been 105 games in overtime with a favorite of minus eight or more. Three of them have covered the spread, including Miami. So only two other times since 2012 has a team been a favorite of eight or more and covered in OT. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not going to do you any good if you were a Hawks backer last night. You're not going to feel a whole lot better about it, but recognize that was one of those that you can chalk up in the history books. And we all got bad beats. It'll be a bad beat story for for you someday. Unfortunately, today is not the day for that bad beat story. 22-0 heat run made all the difference at the end of regulation and in OT. We talk about a bad beat in NBA last night. We had a middle and a legitimate middle. Lots of times in the middle and it wasn't there. You know, some one book opened over here and then another book closed over there and say, oh, it landed. in the This was a legit middle. OK, the Sixers opened minus four, four and a half everywhere. They closed minus five and a half, even minus sixes out there at a couple spots. And of course, the game lands five NBA on TNT lands in the middle. That's not good news for the house. Where was the offense in the fourth quarter? These guys that scored 25 points plus each of the first three quarters. We go to the fourth quarter. Denver scores 16 points. Philadelphia scores 14 points. What a slugfest to finish that game. Yeah, I mean, both squads are solid defensive teams, so we'll give them credit for good defense. But it was not a pretty fourth quarter to watch. Not for fans. Not for bookmakers. Both sides cash winning bets on this one last night. So uh, that new coach bounce for the Knicks. Well, it lasted one game. They played well against Indiana. They still lost, but they covered the spread. 
Then they went to Portland last night and got absolutely annihilated. The Mike Miller experience looks a whole lot like the David Fisdale experience. Of course, the Knicks on the second of back-to-backs tonight. But they were bombed against the Blazers. Never in that game. That one was over by halftime. Yeah, you're a 27-point lead or something to that. You know, I asked you on yesterday's show, Teddy, how long will it take for them to get that bounce back? Why didn't you tell me it was only going to be one game so I could have jumped on Portland last night? I didn't trust Portland to cover that number. Uh, but clearly, the Knicks' ineptitude trumped the Blazers' ineptitude last night as Portland won uh, by margin. And the Knicks, again, that new guy. Uh, we'll say this for the second of back-to-backs, at least Mike Miller pulled everybody early. The Knicks played 13 players last night, none of them more than 27 minutes. So they'll be relatively fresh tonight for the second half of the back-to-backs in Golden State. Last night, an intriguing night in college hoops. Shocker, Louisville goes down. Texas Tech pretty much dominates the second half of that ballgame. Maryland goes down. Tight affair against Penn State. Penn State made all the plays down the stretch. The Terps did not. And those are the two big headlines. Let's not forget top 25 Colorado went down at home yesterday as double digit chalk. No focus there for the Buffs. Three top 25 upsets in college hoops last night, although one of them wasn't an upset. Penn State went off as a favorite against Maryland by tip-off. Teddy, something I talk about all the time, handicapping college basketball, Maryland played their first true road game. When your first true road game is 10 games in and then it's a conference foe, that's never a good situation. You know, Texas Tech impressed me. They're still without Jamius Ramsey, their best player. He missed the last couple games, didn't play last night. And the Colorado game to me was the biggest head scratcher. I have big up signs on Colorado this year. Them losing to Northern Iowa the way they did uh, was the biggest of the three in my books. Yeah, I'm with you on that 100%. You know, Louisville and Maryland played quality foes away from home. Colorado was double-digit chalk and just didn't show up uh, against a significantly lesser foe. We'll just leave it at that. Might be a good bounce-back spot for Colorado in their next ball game. So the big news out of New York City, Le'Veon Bell. He went bowling instead of going to the Jets game. Well, he was excused from the Jets game for the flu, but he went bowling and hit a 251 the night before. Ralph, have you ever hit a 251 bowling? And if you did, was it the night before you called in sick to something? Teddy, I, I can pride myself, and I don't know how many times I've called in sick. I'm sure it's been one or two that's it in my lifetime. So uh, calling in sick to go bowling uh, says a lot to your teammates how much you are invested into their into their uh, ventures. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no shortage of distractions and drama for the New York football Jets this season. And one last note to talk about. We're talking about it because we're here in Las Vegas, and UNLV just got a new football coach. Marcus Arroyo, the new head coach, he's been the Oregon offensive coordinator for the last two seasons. Good connection with the Ducks. We like an offensive mind. How many bowl games does Marcos Arroyo go over under a half as UNLV head coach? I think they're going to get a bump in recruiting with the new stadium, so I'm going to go over that, no question. All right, Marcus Arroyo will hopefully do what the last eight coaches for the Rebels have been unable to do, get in multiple bowl games. When Wager Talk continues, yeah, we'll talk bowls. It's bowling for dollars. Stay tuned. Wager Talk continues. Stay on the grid. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. So Wager Talk is a new show. We've only been around a couple of months. We need your help, flat out. All right? We need likes. We need retweets. And please, we need follows. Find us on YouTube at Sports Grid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. And on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. Again, on YouTube at Sports Grid Network. On Instagram at Sports Grid TV. We appreciate all the comments, all of the feedback. And all of you watching on a daily basis, thank you. Please help us inform others. We got to get millions. And we're not quite there yet. We're looking to get there. And speaking of looking to get there, let's talk line movers when it comes to bowl season. This is a debate, Ralph. And I set it up as a debate. Will it get there? Won't it get there? Will we ever get to a million viewers? I don't know. Will Clemson ever get to minus three against Ohio State? Yes or no? What's your take on the topic? If they do, it immediately gets bought up by Sharps. I don't. I don't. I think there's people just waiting that if it gets to three. So I don't think Teddy to answer your question. Yes, but I don't think it'll ever stay at three except for the first betters knocking it back down instantly. Yeah, I'm not convinced it gets to three. Uh, I, I'm really not. I think even at two and a half, we've seen resistance 
uh, where we've seen some Ohio State money at that price. And at three, as you mentioned, you know that as soon as a, <laughs> a three gets out there, it won't be there for a New York minute. You know, boom, it'll be there and it'll be gone. So because of that, I don't think it ever gets there. I don't think that, that certainly not on a broader market basis. And there's enough support for the Big Ten over the ACC. There's enough support for Ohio State's resume and what they've done down the stretch. I say this one never hits three. If you're waiting for three uh, with the Buckeyes, you might be waiting a long, long time. So there are two trends when it comes to one's a bowl season trend and one's a this coach is a dog trend. They're running head to head right here. Kyle Winningham in bowls, I believe he's the single best head coach in bowls. And Utah, year in, year out, has been a point spread monster with extra time to repair. Tom Herman is a dog not as good of late, but Herman's trekker is a dog dating back four stops. You know, coordinator at Iowa State, coordinator at Ohio State, head coach at Houston, head coach at Texas. We're talking about close to 90% ATS as a dog. Well, <laughs> Whittingham and Herman, uh, we have Utah. From six and a half up to seven, the markets are saying, don't worry about Herman as a dog. The bigger issue is Whittingham in a bowl game. Well, I'll tell you what, Teddy. I'm looking at my database now. Uh, Whittingham is eight and four against the spread. Doc Holliday is six and zero oh against the spread. So uh, let's not forget Marshall in that mix. Now, I look at this game, and Whittingham lost his last bowl game. They were a favorite against Northwestern last year. Well, what happened? They were playing Washington in the Big 12 championship. Yeah, they didn't have Zach Moss and they had injuries. They lost. They had a bubble burst. They were disappointed in their bowl against Northwestern. They lost the game outright. I look at it this week. You were looking at a playoff berth. You have a bubble burst losing. You're not happy to be playing Texas in this bowl as a favorite. I, I back Texas. Yeah, I'm, I, nonetheless... We've seen the early money come for Utah. The Utes now a firm seven-point favorite in this one. Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of them all, and a game that pretty much everybody watches on New Year's Day. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. The Rose Bowl's on in the afternoon here in Vegas in the evening back east. We're seeing some early betting action in the Rose Bowl, and all that money is quack, quack money, money for the Ducks. Wisconsin Open 3. Those threes aren't there anymore. Oregon as a dog beat the aforementioned Utah Utes in the Pac-12 championship game, and it wasn't close. Can they do the same thing against the Wisconsin Badgers? And are the Badgers a bubble burst team after playing uh, in the Big Ten title game coming up short, but still ending up at the Rose Bowl? Yeah, I can't. I can't say Wisconsin's in a bubble burst because they're in the exact same bowl as they won. So, you know, if you say at the end of the year we're the big, we're the Rose Bowl champions, yes, you you can't add the Big Ten champions to that, but that's fine. I mean, I I actually favor Oregon here just a bit. I mean, I give the coaching edge to Wisconsin. Wisconsin, to me, is a more stable team, but Oregon just has that speed that I, that I think will, will get them the edge. Uh, weather's always a factor. It seems like the Rose Bowl's always perfect weather, but if there's rain, then I do change my mind, and I think that slogging Wisconsin offensive line with Jonathan Taylor can get the win. So it is one of those rare bowl games where, to me, a different opinion handicapping it based on the weather. 
Yeah, and that's, of course, we're not going to have anything close to a weather forecast for a January 1st game until the week before. But it's worth noting that the threes disappearing rapidly. If you like Oregon, I'm not convinced you're going to see those plus threes again. I'd find one today and get involved. Speaking of New Year's Day, well, Michigan has a bowl game on New Year's Day against Alabama. And I'll tell you what, (laughs) you know, I'm a Michigan alumni. I graduated from U of M and I was supposed to graduate in 89, but I graduated in 92. Uh, So it's been a while. You took the the extended version. I took a couple years off in the middle and and I needed to take a couple years off in the middle. It, It helped. Uh, it helped make me the man that I am today. And there was no way I was going back after my sophomore year. I flunked everything, uh, or mostly everything. Uh, but one thing that's been going on is Harbaugh's getting ripped, and Harbaugh can't beat a good team, and Harbaugh can't step up in class, and the Wolverines program isn't where it needs to be, and look at how Ohio State's dominated them. And, oh, by the way, now Michigan's got Alabama in their bowl game. Is this a spot where Jim Harbaugh finally gets the win over the upper echelon squad, or have we seen enough from Michigan already to know they can beat the good teams, they're just not good enough to beat the great ones. And most importantly, of all the elements of this handicap, because the early money has come for Michigan, not for Alabama, the question is, this is a Crimson Tide team that's used to playing for national titles. They've been to playoffs every year. Now they're playing in what, the... The Citrus Bowl, you know, the one that uh, Steve Spurrier used to make fun of. You know, can't spell citrus without UT, talking about Tennessee. Is the Citrus Bowl in Orlando going to get their interest? And is that why the first bets have come on the Wolverines? Those seven and a half that were out there early aren't there right now. I completely think it's going to be very difficult for Saban to get his team motivated. But with that said... You know, when kids get out there and the offense starts doing what they do and having fun, and if Saban calls some trick plays, this is a game where I really do like the over. I think Alabama's offense can be elite no matter who's quarterbacking it. I think they have the speed at receivers. I think Michigan showed against Ohio State early. They have some speed where they can uh, they can move the ball. You know, it's one of those games that I have circled early because of Alabama's motivation as the over because the offense, once you get out there and you have some fun and you run some trick plays, all of a sudden you get motivated pretty fast playing your last football game of the season. It's worth noting that we've seen a little bit of over money on this game. 57 and a half opened at most books now sitting at 58 and a half or 59. I'm not seeing leading indicators to say it's about to go right higher, uh, go higher right away. I should say Uh, it may get higher. Uh, but certainly that overtake makes sense to me. I have not been impressed with the Crimson Tide's defense this year, and Michigan's defense has had their struggles against the better offenses that they faced. Let's get one more in before the break. Kirby Smart got it wrong last year with Oklahoma, flat out, or with Georgia, I should say. Uh, Bulldogs lost in the uh, SEC title game, and they did not show up for their bowl game. Smart says he's going to do everything differently this year, the markets are saying, eh, maybe, maybe not so much. Baylor money showing early, anti-Georgia money showing again. Yeah, I've not heard a coach say that, you know what, our guys weren't motivated. We had bubble burst last year losing the Bama. We didn't know show. We know showed against Texas. Getting out gained by 71 yards is a big favorite. And we're going to do things different. So 
you know, I, I'm not going to have interest in this game because I do believe Kirby Smart has some influence to to change that and keep his kids semi-motivated. I, I don't trust Georgia here. Baylor or pass, just like the markets have done for this better. When we come back, big game breakdowns. Let's talk about some hoops tonight. NBA, college hoops on center stage. Stay on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind-down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you, something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. So what if I need a new one? We have the right Duralast battery for you, only at AutoZone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Restrictions apply. in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners and viewers of this show can get the deposit bonus up to $500. Here's how it works. One, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Two, make a deposit. Three, place your first bet and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus up to $500. This offer is eligible for all users. Plus, New users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Ralph, 
It's time for some big game breakdowns. Let's take a detailed look at tonight's hoops card. There's a ton of action to talk about. We'll start in the association, run through a handful of the game there, or run through a handful of games there, and then talk about a couple of college matchups that you have circled for Wednesday night. We'll start in the NBA, where the defending champs, the Toronto Raptors, are home underdogs to the team that signed the guy that brought the championship to Toronto last year in Kawhi Leonard in the offseason. This is a game with a ton of intrigue. We saw Paul George get booed badly in Indiana the other day. I don't think that happens to Kawhi in Toronto tonight. Oh, we get in a ring. There'll be a ceremony. There's a lot of off-court distractions for the Clips tonight. And, of course, the Raptors know their best player from last year, his strengths and weaknesses. Does that matter? Or is this a spot for the Clips just to do what they keep doing? You ask me, which of these two teams has the most upside? Clippers have championship potential this year. I don't think Toronto does. What's your take? Clippers and Raptors. L.A. minus two and a half on the road. Total, 222 and a hook. Even Clippers coach Doc Rivers talked about how this is going to be a huge standing ovation moment, and the team's going to the, the whole team's excited to do it. The Raptors told their fans to be in their seats early. This is a huge deal. So, you know, it, it will be a huge standing o. He deserves it. He brought him a championship. You know, I, my database doesn't tell me what the reaction is, Teddy, when someone comes back and gets their ring. I don't have that to look up, but I will tell you this. You know, the Raptors are on a four-game ATS slide, but going back all the way for the entire year, back to January 2018, the Raptors have been a home dog only five times. They've covered all five. They've won four of those five straight up. Yeah, and I mean, Toronto is one of the few teams in the NBA that has the bench depth to hang with the Clips. One of the biggest edges that the Clippers have is that when they bring their second unit in, their second unit's just rolling over other second units. You know, Clips run 10-11 uh, deep every night. And Toronto, especially with the injuries they've had already, helping to build some of that depth and chemistry, Raptors are one team that aren't going to get run out of the gym when the Clips bring their bench into the game. We've seen a big line move on this one, and it deserves to be a big line move on this one. Let me just check the current number as we speak. It's going to say on your graphic, Milwaukee Bucks minus 13, total 236 against the New Orleans Pelicans. That line is wrong in the last half hour. Giannis Antetokounmpo has been announced as out for Milwaukee. That line is now down to 9.5 or 10. The total down to 232.5. The question I have to ask you, Ralph, is does it make any difference? I know that Giannis is out tonight. I know that Giannis is the – look. He's the MVP of the league so far. There's nobody been better. And I know that Milwaukee's won 15 in a row, you know, and, and then Giannis was talking about my first year, my rookie year, we won 15 games all season. And now we won 15 in a row. Look how far we've come. Pelicans have been sliding in a lot of different ways. Their defense has been abysmal all season. Their offense, which, you know, they were trading points with teams earlier. They've been out of sync offensively all month. And that's why they've been losing games and failing to cover spreads and why a team that doesn't play any defense has been going under the total of late. It's been offensive ineptitude and defensive ineptitude for New Orleans. Alvin Gentry looks to me to be a coach on the hot seat. What's your take? Bucks and Pelicans. 
this one a TV affair for Wednesday night. There's only one way. I don't care who's playing for the Bucs. I'm going to fade the Pelicans. Six straight losses straight up. Six straight losses against the spread. They failed to cover those games by over 12 points per game. Until they become somewhat competitive, I can't back them. Teddy, I want to ask you a question now because, you know, we've got a lot of guys that watch the NBA that comment and want us to spend a little more time on it. Okay, Giannis moves the needle four points because they're a big favorite against the Pelicans. If Milwaukee's pick them against the Clippers and Giannis is out, how much does he move the needle? That's an interesting question. And I don't necessarily have a... Milwaukee is deeper than most teams. So I'm going to adjust less for their superstar being out than most teams. As we saw with the Clippers when Paul George was out. The market didn't crash on the Clips without George. You know, they still had... A, a strong team without him. So off the top of my head, you know, four or five points, I would not adjust more than that for Giannis because of the quality squad that Milwaukee has. But of course they haven't played a whole lot without him. He's an every game guy. So tonight for me, at least for Milwaukee, that's a watch and learn game. I don't, I can't think of the last time I saw the Bucks play without him. Let's see how their intensity is without their superstar on the floor. I wouldn't be surprised if it's even greater with Giannis in street clothes on Wednesday night. The the Boston Celtics, minus one on the road at Indiana. And look, Celtics, their big three has been pretty darn good. You know, uh, when you're talking about uh, Tatum and Brown and Kemba, you know, that's a... That's a championship-level trio for Boston, three elite players. The supporting cast has stepped up pretty well for the Celtics. They're an excellent current form, and they've been blowing teams out of the gym. Indiana, coming off a loss to the Clips, they had been playing really good basketball. I continue to think that the Pacers are, are going to be moneymakers. They have been moneymakers for the backers this season. I think that's going to continue. Uh, I look at them as a team that will remain undervalued as long as Oladipo's out of the lineup. Everything looking at Indiana, but they're missing, but they're missing. Pacers play good ball. This one, to me, feels like a pick em. I've got no take whatsoever on Celtics and Pacers. Do you have an opinion on this Wednesday night game at Bankers Life Fieldhouse in Indianapolis? Eddie, this is only the second NBA game I bet all year. The first one was the Celtics against the Heat, that overtime system I, we talked about here on air. And I am backing the Boston Celtics. Now, You know, looking and reading what I did over their papers, their coach gave them the weekend off. He said, listen, guys, take two days off. Go have fun. You got to play Cleveland Monday. You got to play the Pacers Wednesday. You got to play Philly on Thursday. I think that's a powerful motivator. Give it, you know, people talk about not practicing. It's a big deal in the NBA to get a weekend off. He said, as long as you guys show me you have, you play well this week, we'll see what happens. And they played Cleveland. They blew them out. Only one player played over 30 minutes. They got Hayward back. He played 26 minutes and, and he's a big boost to the bench. Uh, you got Philadelphia tomorrow, but I'm not worried about that. I actually did play Boston because of that situation tonight. So you're not worried at all about a look ahead for the Sixers tomorrow, uh, which is, in theory, the bigger of the two games. That's a divisional championship, et cetera, et cetera. But we all know how it is in the NBA. All the games are bigger, smaller. It's just what you get up for. 
Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, you know, I think that coming out of the weekend, it was important for them to get a win in Cleveland. It's important to them to get a win at Indiana. And if you lose today, that puts a lot of pressure on you. I think they're completely focused tonight. No question. Let's talk one more in the association. Uh, then we'll shift over to a couple of games in college. And this one to me is a fascinating contest. The Utah Jazz, they've been pretty bad over the last couple of weeks. I've talked about it on the show several times. Uh, how the Jazz are uh, an, an easy team to fade uh, right now, yet they're playing a team that's just as easy as they are to fade. Minnesota's actually been worse <laughs> than Utah. They've lost, what, six straight now, and a really disheartening road trip for the Timberwolves. Of course, Utah's coming off a no-show loss at home to OKC. The Jazz laying points on the road, minus one and a half, 223 at Minnesota. Bet against versus bet against, in my opinion, Ralph. Well, I think the bet against on Minnesota is stronger. One and eight, your last nine home games. The only game you've covered in that stretch was against the Spurs that, you know, that you blew them out. Uh, you know, while Utah has your problem, they have much more talent for me. So I, I think they get it together tonight. Yeah, so you say this, uh, I, I don't know that I love that uh, because I think Utah has the defensive stats that the marketplace respects. So you're laying a price with this Jazz team that's playing like garbage right now. I don't want the Jazz any more than I want the T-Wolves. Let's shift over to college. Fresno State. Um, I mean, they're not even a good team in the Mountain West. Fresno's mediocre at best. They might be bottom feeders in this conference. But they're better than Cal at Cal. Fresno minus one and a half, total 129 and a half. How bad are the Cal Bears, Ralph? Teddy, I, I have California higher than Fresno. I think Mark Fox has done an incredible job. You know, he was at Georgia, what, nine years, took last year off, had this Cal team that's won eight games last year. Well, they are five and four. All five wins came at home. All four defeats on the road or in a neutral setting. Fresno State, Fresno State has two wins this year. They beat Winthrop and they beat a lower division team, Cal State San Bernardino. I like Cal in this spot. I also am going to double dip. I like the under. This total is extremely low, but you have two of the slowest paced teams that have had very misleading scores because of the tempo of the opponents they faced. And Fresno off back-to-back overtime games, a double OT loss to UNLV and an OT loss to Utah State. Double dip, Cal and the under. Makes a ton of sense. Missouri State minus 9.5, 132 against Arkansas State. Real quick, Ralph, we got less than 30 seconds. Missouri State's 5-5. Five and five. They could easily be 8-2 because of turnovers. They've got read the riot act by Dana Ford. I think they get it straight and win in cover against Arkansas State tonight. Bears laying less than doubles. Ralph says they're worth a look in Wednesday night college hoop. NFL talk coming up next. Stay on the grid. Wait. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, auto zone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on? Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Welcome back to Wager Talk. It's time to take a deep dive into the NFL for this weekend. We touched on NBA. We've touched on the Bulls. We've touched on college hoops. We touched on what happens last night. We got to talk NFL and devote a full segment to the big games this weekend. And we'll start in Dallas where, and again, I send the graphics over in the morning. All right. Sometimes the lines move between when I send the graphics over and when we go on air. And I'm not going to send them 50 emails saying change this graphic. It's going to move from pick to minus one. Not going to happen. But in this case, the graphic is going to say pick them. We've seen Rams money. LA minus one now just about everywhere. Total is 49 against the Cowboys. Is this, Ralph Michaels, the spot where the Dallas Cowboys finally get right against a good opponent? Or has Wade Phillips' defense figured it out? They had that awful game against the Ravens. They've been pretty dominant the last two games since. Both teams fighting for a shot at the playoffs. The loser here is in big trouble, although I would say even if the Cowboys lose here, they still have that game with Philly in Week 16 that's likely to determine the division. So it's the Rams who have the must-win more, but it's not like Dallas is looking at this game going, yeah, whatever, it's a throwaway game for us. It's not. Rams, Cowboys, what's your take on Sunday NFL's action? Eddie, I want to take a little bit perspective on the Cowboys season, looking at the last five years. When I go through and I look at the last four seasons, the best team in the NFL in the last four years was plus 87 yards per game at the end of the year plus 87 for four seasons. The Dallas Cowboys are plus 105 yards per game. 
better than any team in the NFL the last four years, and they still have six wins. What a head scratcher. I I just, you know, I I can't back the Cowboys. You look at their last three games, New England, Buffalo, Chicago. Yes, three very good defenses, but putting up 9, 15, and 24. Well, guess what? The Rams' defense is pretty good, too. And I just see the Rams almost almost like that run from Philadelphia a couple years ago. You know, a loss at Baltimore, yeah, that was a bad loss and it got away from them, but that's fine. You know, you look at the run they're making, you look at their improvement they're making, and they do remind me of the Eagles a few years ago in that Super Bowl season. Your thoughts on this game, Teddy? Well, I, I mean, Dallas's yardage numbers don't surprise me necessarily because there have been at least two games I can think of where they were badly outplayed they were way behind and they end up with these good yardage numbers in games that they were never in, including last week's game. Okay. Where the end of the game, there's Dak Prescott throwing for 350 yards or, you know, against the, the Bears. The same thing the week before put up huge numbers in that game. The game against Minnesota, the won the yardage battle despite losing the game. And Dallas has been crushing all the bad teams on their schedule, crushing them. And that's, the, you know, all their wins this season. But they've come in these games where they've won the yardage battle by 200-plus yards repeatedly. So to see Dallas with that type of a yardage differential edge and yet a losing record at this stage of the campaign, it stands out a lot from a statistical standpoint. But have been watching the Cowboys week in, week out. It's not that big of a surprise. That's the way Dallas has played. They put up a lot of yards this season, but those yards haven't always translated into points. Right now, I do think the Rams are the better of the two teams and merit being road favorites. You know, moving on, you know, moving on to our next game, we, you know, we're looking at a team uh, with Minnesota and San Diego, or I should say the L.A. Chargers, uh, the Minnesota Vikings off that win at Detroit, three and one their last four wins against Dallas and Denver, a loss against Seattle, which, you know, was a game they were in the Chargers. Are they going to make their late season run like they always do, despite being eliminated? Or was it a 45-10 win because it was the Jaguars? It was a 45 to 10 win because it was the Jaguars, which doesn't, I mean, into the last week. I mean, that was a Jaguars team that just didn't show up again. You know, it's five straight games for the Jags uh, of complete no-shows. And I have Jacksonville now ranked number 32 uh, amongst uh, the 32 NFL teams in my power rating. Jacksonville's dead last. So I'm not going to give the Chargers a ton of credit for that victory. All that said, you know, I, I mean, it's a Chargers team. What they've lost eight times this year by one score. They've been in every game. They haven't been blown out, and their strength matches up fairly well against Minnesota's weakness. And we saw the, you know, we saw some legit vulnerability from that Vikings defense when they went to Seattle and they couldn't get to Russell Wilson, and uh, Wilson was able to throw the football all over the field against them. And that worries me here because Philip Rivers, you know, I'm not a, 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 a huge Chargers fan. You know, I'm not a believer in this team, but I do believe in the ability of Philip Rivers to chuck the football around and make plays with receivers downfield. And that's where Minnesota has their vulnerability. Now, Chargers defense is solid, not spectacular. That's why they've been in every game. Minnesota's offense is solid. 
not spectacular, despite some big numbers put up from Kirk Cousins. You know, this one feels to me like it could be a high-scoring game. It, it does. I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Chargers have some success throwing the football and if Minnesota's balance attack keeps L.A.'s defense a little bit off-kilter. The over making sense to me in this one, although it's not one that I pulled the trigger on yet. I might well before kickoff. Well, the Washington Redskins, you know, you beat Detroit. You you beat Carolina, two teams certainly down in the power ratings this year. You go to Green Bay, you play a very good game and you cover. Was that Green Bay looking past them? On the flip side, Philadelphia, again, in, in the hunt for the division title. But who are they going to line up at wide receiver? Did you try out for the Eagles this week, Teddy? I, I can't get much separation, uh, Ralph. You know, I, I, it's, it's difficult for me. And, and plus, I was I was doing the show during the tryout, so uh, I missed out. Uh, can you can you imagine me actually taking a hit from an NFL player? Uh, I wouldn't last long. Uh, I'd be a one play guy. Not an applause. I smoked, dude. I'd be ga- I couldn't run ten yards downfield, so I'd be gassed. I'd get clocked. I'd be on the I'd be on the field. You know, uh, they they probably use a stretcher to get me off. At a tryout, which is why I'm not trying out. I'll, I'll hang out here on Wager Talk on the Sports Grid TV network. Thank you. <laughs> All that said, the Redskins, each of the last two weeks, they've fallen behind 14 to nothing and then been the better team the rest of the way. Flat out. Against Carolina, they were able to rally from that 14 nothing deficit to win. Against Green Bay, sure, the Packers were lethargic, but... Washington continued to play with effort and energy for 60 minutes in that game and made things, you know, fought to the buzzer. Late touchdown to cover the number. You know, it's certainly not a Redskins team that has quit on their coach or quit on their season. And I don't know if I've ever said this out loud before. I like the job Bill Callahan's doing, you know. I I didn't say that when he was with the Raiders even once. I don't know that I said that in Nebraska even once. At this stage with this team, they're well coached every week. I know I can say that about Philly, and I know this. Philly's not a team I'm comfortable laying a price with. So for this better, it's Redskins or pass, even at this relatively cheap number of four and a half. And let's not forget, Philly got the win on Monday Night Football. This game's meaningless. Next week's the game that is the the week that matters uh, for Philadelphia. Not that they're viewing it that way, but the reality is that this game doesn't matter. Next week's game does. I don't know they're going to play like it. I don't trust the Eagles laying what, especially with that hook off of four. You know, Philly's not winning games easily right now. Um, Their secondary isn't good, and their passing attack downfield isn't good, and it's hard to win games by margin with those two weaknesses. Teddy, question for you. Redskins obviously going through a difficult season. You have an interim head coach. Does does having a first-year quarterback that the players around you know is going to be your franchise quarterback make a difference with an interim head coach playing out this season? I don't know that they know that Haskins is going to be their guy moving forward. You know, the Redskins get the number one pick. We could see Haskins being a Josh Rosen situation. Uh, And it wouldn't shock me if he was in that situation where, you know, hey, we tried you this year. Hey, and thanks, but no thanks. Uh, And then then you're a, a QB who has all kinds of issues moving forward. Uh, and then Rosen got put in another bad situation, and that'll be the end of him. I mean, we won't see him again uh, as an NFL starter, I don't think, or with a realistic chance. He might be a backup somewhere and get a chance to be the starter and then be good as as, as the backup who becomes a starter and then get another opportunity. But uh, I, I'm not convinced that has, that the Redskins 
as an organization or whatever new coaching staff they bring in are going to view Haskins as the guy, especially if they end up with the number one overall pick. Good point. The Seattle Seahawks are a six-point favorite, a total of 48. My take is Seattle's 8-2-2, two, and two, their last 10 on the road. Seattle's 15-4-3 ATS off a straight-up loss, which they're coming off of. The Carolina Panthers are allowing over 5.0 yards per carry, and it seems to me the Carolina Panthers have quit. Agree or any reason to bet the Panthers that perhaps you and I differ in opinion? No, Seattle looks like a clear choice to me. Um, this number is a notch or two lower than I expected it to be. It's a notch or two lower than where my power ratings were, are for these two teams. I certainly like the spot here for Seattle. I want Seattle off a loss. I want them on the road where you're not laying a premium to, for that home field. Uh, and as you mentioned, where they continue to win games and cover point spreads. So, and the quotes coming out of the locker room after their flat effort against the Rams were all bet on quotes for this week. So, there's a lot to like here about the Seahawks. And yet, you know, five and a half, six, I have no sevens. Why? In theory, this is also supposed to be a bet on spot for Carolina. Carolina's gotten beat up. They had a really rough road game last week. The reports that I was reading indicate they like Perry Fuel. Okay, this isn't an interim head coach who has a complete disconnect with his players. It's an interim head coach who has a connection with his players. Last week's loss, largely about turnovers. You know, it wasn't only about turnovers, but it was certainly a huge piece of the equation with a minus four in that ball game. So returning home with a coach who you have respect for, it is a Carolina spot every bit as much as it is a Seattle spot. So I lean Seahawks, haven't pulled the trigger yet. Let's do one more before the break. Let's do it, you know, and let's talk about a great game. These teams have five wins between them. It's the Miami Dolphins and the New York Giants. We know Eli Manning is going to be the quarterback. Giants a three-and-a-half-point favorite, a total of 46-and-a-half. Miami get to four wins. The Giants get to three wins. Or perhaps do we have a tie? Yeah, this one feels like a 2-2 tie, doesn't it? Um, If you're watching Eli versus versus, uh, Fitzmagic, there's no comparison, all right? We saw Eli in the second half. Like, you know, made a couple of plays in the first half. One was a catch run. He did have one nice long ball, but he's checked down Charlie right now. And the Giants offensive line is not providing all that much protection. And it's a Giants team that had two first downs after halftime and is coming off an overtime loss to a division foe uh, late in the season. I can't lay three and a half with the Giants here. I can't even think about laying three and a half with the Giants here. So the question is, can you take Miami? <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, they played here last week. They played well. They were in the red zone seven times. They settled for seven field goals. One would anticipate somewhat better red zone execution this week against a Giants defense that's been pretty atrocious. And when push came to shove against Philly was pretty atrocious. Yeah, Giants can't be laying three and a half. It's Dolphins or pass for this better. When we come back here on Wager Talk, Ralph's going to tell us Grass versus turf. We don't think about that much. It matters in December. Stay tuned. Wager Talk continues. Stay on the grid. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on? Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. So if you're of a certain age and you grew up betting in the 90s, USA Today was the best paper. USA Today was the Bible. You would get it every weekend. The weekend edition had all the stats for all the teams. And you would view it and read it like a book. Now, of course, you find all that stuff online. But back in the day, it was USA Today was the, you know, in the early to mid 90s when I was first getting uh, learning how to bet. That was the publication of choice. And one thing USA Today did at that time, they broke down everything, turf versus grass, turf versus grass. What's the team doing in this versus what's the team doing in that? And at the time, I'm like, you know, really, you're going to memorize all the surfaces of all the fields and adjust based on turf versus grass? I didn't think it was all that meaningful. However, when it comes to late season football, that turf versus grass differential can be meaningful. Ralph Michael is going to tell you why. Teddy, going back to my early days when I was at North Coast Sports and the Power Sweep newsletter, 
we had every angle broken down turf and grass. Why? Because there was such a disparity. People could grow grass to whatever heights they wanted, and the turfs were so different, and there really was a difference. So you handicapped differently. Well, what's happened? Well, grass became much better. Turfs became much better. And so the difference, the, the gap closed between, so we don't see much of a difference. But I will say this, just going back since 2015 in the NFL, the last five seasons, if you look at totals on artificial turf, 50.1% have gone over the total. So 50%, exactly, half and half. But on grass, only 46.5% go over. So you have a 3.5-point difference or a 7% difference, 53.5% under, 46.5% over. Just betting NFL totals between artificial and grass. But if you look in December, going back over the last same five years, artificial turf, 47.9%. Grass games in December in the NFL, 40% overs, 60% unders. Watch out for those overs on grass in December. Excellent info from Ralph Michaels. Stay tuned for At the Window with Steve Martin and John Quasmachia coming up right now here on the Sports Grade DVD Network. Wager Talk will be back in 23 hours. We'll talk to you then. Enjoy the game.